0: You're listening to Fly By Night, a podcast by FedEx pilots for FedEx pilots. Brought to you by the FedEx Master Executive Council of the Airline Pilots Association. And now, here's your host, MEC Communications Chair, Captain Chris Lee.
1: My guests today are RI Committee Chair, Captain Kevin Biggins, and RI Committee member, Captain Toby Klein. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having us again. Yeah, glad to be here. Kevin, can you talk to the pilots some about our retirement
0: history beginning with the 1999 contract? Yeah, sure. So with the 1999 CBA, there were significant changes to the pilot's retirement. And for the sake of our listeners today, we're only going to focus on some of those changes. So for more detail, uh, we'd ask you to check out our written com that will be made available on the FedEx MEC website. Having said that, before 1999, the company had a profit sharing plan, which was our defined contribution plan, and the legacy pension plan, which was and still is our defined benefit plan today. In the 1999 contract, the final average earnings, or FAE cap, of $260,000 was established and, of course, remains in effect today for our legacy pension. In 1999, we also negotiated a new defined contribution plan uh, with 6% company contributions subject to the IRS limits, and the profit-sharing plan ended with that contract.
2: And why did the profit-sharing plan end? Yeah, Chris, that's a good question. The shift away from that profit-sharing plan was mainly due to global economic factors. Now, that plan was more beneficial when it was focused on domestic returns, but decreased as FedEx's global presence expanded.
1: And what other retirement changes occurred during the 1999
2: contract? Yeah, there were two non-qualified plans that were created, the compensation limit plan and the 415 limit plan. Now, these are designed to ensure that pilots receive their full benefit. Think of these as backstops in case the IRS limits prevent you from receiving your full accrued benefit in the pension. And language was also put into the contract to create a compensation limit plan for our DC plan. And that's in the event that the IRS limit was ever decreased. This ensures that if the IRS compensation limit was decreased, the pilot DC plan would continue to receive company contributions up to the IRS compensation limit in place prior to any reduction.
1: And, Kevin, before we move on, are there any other changes in the 1999 contract you'd like to
0: tell the pilots? Yeah, as I said earlier, there are a lot of changes that happen in this contract. And there are several changes we did not mention, such as the flat dollar formula and the age uh, slash years of service multiplier. Details on all these changes can be found again in our written comm on the FedEx MEC website.
1: Well, it's clear that the changes in the 1999 agreement were significant. Can you talk to the pilot some about the other changes in subsequent agreements?
0: Yeah, in the 2006 CBA, we saw an addition of another age and service multiplier and an increase in the company contribution uh, to 7%. Uh, There was an attempt to increase the FAE cap in the pension plan, but that was unsuccessful. Furthermore, in the 2011 CBA, which was essentially a bridge contract, That did not include changes to the retirement section.
1: Okay, Toby, let's talk some about the 2015 CBA.
2: Yeah, in the negotiations leading up to the 2015 contract, we once again attempted to negotiate a cap increase to our legacy pension plan, and that was not successful. We did receive a tiered increase in the company contributions from 7% to eventually 9% into the PRSP, the defined contribution plan. Additionally, there was... uh, an end-of-career sick leave advanced notice of planned retirement bonus, and that was negotiated, which provided a lump-sum payment to pilots upon retirement if the pilot provided an advance notice of their retirement, and they, re- they actually retired on that date. We'll talk some about what happened after the 2015
1: CBA in regards to retirement.
0: Following the ratification of the 2015 contract, the MEC tasked the negotiating committee with researching the company's retirement plans to better understand the cost dynamics associated with a legacy pension plan and the rationale behind the company's opposition to enhancing it in those previous negotiations. Uh, The company proposed freezing our legacy pension both during the 2006 and 2015 contracts. So the negotiating committee in collaboration with the R&I committee, ALPA staff, and outside consultants explored alternative defined benefit designs. The Stabilized Pension Plan, or PSPP, was developed due to its stabilization features. However, in the end, the company declined moving forward with the plan.
2: And while we did not succeed in moving forward with the PSPP, the information we gained on the financials and costing of the legacy pension plan was helpful for current negotiations. Kevin, in a previous podcast, we talked about TA1
0: Can you remind the pilots some about the proposed changes? Yeah, absolutely, Chris. So in TA1, uh, just as a reminder, there was the addition of the market-based cash balance plan and the increased FAE caps.
2: And with that new market-based plan, pilots had a choice to transition to the new plan. However, new hires on or after the date of signing would only be participants in the market-based plan.
1: And
0: what about the final average earnings cap increases? Yeah, there was an FAE cap. Uh, increase to $290,000 uh, for pilots transitioning to the market-based plan. And for pilots who did not transition, there was a tiered increase from
2: 325 dollars to $338,000. What about the changes to the Legacy Pension Plan? The Legacy Pension Plan would have a soft freeze for pilots transitioning to the market-based plan. This means that the pilot's years of service would be frozen, but that the pilot could still accrue toward their final average earnings. Future new hires would only participate in the market-based plan.
1: Was there anything else you'd like to talk to the pilots about?
0: We just appreciate everyone listening today. Uh, we know retirement can be kind of a dry topic, um, but we think it's important for everyone to know our history in order for us to move forward in future negotiations.
1: Well, Kevin and Toby, thanks again for coming, and thanks for listening. If you have any questions, please go to our website, fdx.alpa.org, and utilize the DART link. And as always, be safe out there, and we'll see you next time.